your name, Jesus.
bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, that's our heart desires to be in your presence, Lord. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your kindness and grace. We thank you, Lord God, for your mercy today, Lord God. Lord Jesus, and for giving us another opportunity to be in your presence. Lord God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord God, for who you are. We thank you, Lord, for what you have done. Lord God, and we pray for those that are tuning in uh, across the nation, those that will be tuning in later, Lord God, and those that are listening on the radio and visiting the, the different platforms. Lord God, we just want to honor you, Lord God, for what you have done. We want to honor you, Lord, for what you are doing in our lives. Lord Jesus, we have gathered in this place to lift you up, to exalt you above everything. Lord God, we thank you, Lord, and we bless your name, Savior, for you are worthy. You're worthy to receive the glory and honor. You're worthy to be praised. Lord God, we just thank you, Lord. We bless your name, Savior. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity, Lord. Lord, for enlightening us, for opening our understanding. We thank you, Lord God. Father, we pray and ask that you will continue, Lord God, to lead us and guide us throughout this day. Lord Jesus, we'll give you the glory and we'll give you the praise in Jesus' name. I want to welcome you to Inside the Pages presented by the Cornerstone of Grace, located at 524 East Pasadena Street, Pomona, California. Sunday praise and worship begins at 9 a.m. I'm so excited. Wednesday Bible study at 7 p.m. If you, if you think you know Genesis, maybe you do, join in with us and listen to what the Lord has to say as we uh, step through Genesis uh, one step at a time, you know, bit by bit, line upon line, precept upon precept. On Saturdays, you'll find us on, on KKLA or 99.5 FM if you're in the Los Angeles area, and that's at 11.30 p.m. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful, we're bold, we believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. At this time, we're going to have our opening scripture, and then uh, we're going to go into the word of God. But I, I want to remind you, as, as you are tuning in, you know, that music and soundtracks presented are the copyrights of the artists and the producers. Continue to pray for us as we're praying for you. And let's see what the Lord has to say. Our opening scripture. Psalms 15. Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? 
who shall dwell on the, in thy holy hill. He that walketh uprightly and worketh righteousness and speaketh the truth in his heart. He that backbiteth not with his tongue, nor doeth evil to his neighbor, nor taketh, taketh up a reproach against his neighbor, in whose eyes a vile person is content. But he that but he honoreth them that fear the Lord, he that sweareth to his own hurt and changeth not, he that putteth not out of his money to usury, nor taketh reward against the innocent. He that doeth these things shall never be moved. Acts 2 and 46, And they continued daily in one accord in the temple. And breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearers of the word. Amen. Certainly, our prayer is that uh, if you're in California, that you are. Uh, being careful as you drive to service or wherever you're headed out to, maybe home coming in from work, you, you know, right now it's raining pretty, pretty heavy. And so I, I noticed a lot of hydroplanes and, um, you know, and vehicles uh, just before, you know, this was coming in, it altered the freeways. And so we had to take different routes and, and different things, you know, to get here. But nonetheless, we're here and we thank God for that. You know, um, as just before we go into the word of God, you know, there's a, a melody of praise that I was enjoying on my way in uh, that is um, being sung by uh, uh, Sister Anita Wilson, you know, the artist. And so, you know, it just took me back to when I was, you know, the praise and songs that we were singing was growing up. And then we're going to go into the word of God afterwards. Bless you, Jesus. Thank you. 
songs that take you back take you to church you know and certainly uh, i was listening to that melody and and not only was i listening to it but also um, i was like well i got to go back and, and repractice some bass runs 
you know, because they certainly are playing some runs that are differently than what I played when, you know, when we used to sing it. We, we're not going to stay there, but we're, we're going into the, the second chapter, the second book of Kings, Kings, second Kings 4, 18 through 26, going to start off reading there. I, I'm excited. I'm excited about the Lord and I, and I hope you are too. You know, God is doing great things and it may not seem like it from your perspective. Sometimes we look and we can't see it. But then faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And by it, the elders, the elders, Peter was an elder, Paul was an elder, I'm an elder. Elders that are listening now and those that will be listening later. We obtain a good report. I'm looking to have a good report with God. And my prayer is that you are looking to have a good report with him too. I certainly want to hear him say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. At those few times that you, you were faithful when, when others were not there. You were faithful when it did not seem like things were going right. You remain faithful when the cry was there. You remain faithful when finances got low. You remain faithful when they got high. Well, we're gonna go on into Kings. But I wanna hear the Lord say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. The Bible tells us in the fourth chapter of Second Kings, the 18th verse, uh, beginning there, it says, and when the child was grown, had grown, was grown, it fell on a day that he went out to his father's, to the reapers, and went out into the field. And he said unto his father, my head, my head. And he said to the lad, carry him to his mother, take him back to the house, take him to mom, he's not feeling well. And when he had taken him, he brought him to his mother. He sat her on her knees till noon and then died. You know, that's what mom do. I remember my son, Kevin, he was really ill and he, he hung with me. I carried him around and he was fine. Soon as he saw his mom, he reached out for her. I don't know how I felt about that. I felt a little certain, but it's nothing like mama's love. You know, there's nothing like the comfort of, of mom. And she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut the door upon him and went out. And she called unto her husband and said, send me, I pray thee, one of the young men and one of the asses that I may run to the man of God and come again. And he said, wherefore wilt thou go to him today? It is neither noon nor Sabbath. And she said, it shall be well. If you don't mind, I, I, you wanna underline that. You want to make a note there. It shall 
be well. I need you to meditate on that. A cornerstone, I need you to, em to embrace that. Uh, saints of God, friends, I need you to grab hold of this statement. It shall be well. Then she saddled an ass and said to her servant, drive and go forward. Slack not thy riding for me. Don't, don't slow down, except if I, if I ask you to, but, but, but we got to get there. We got to go. So she went and came unto the man of God to Mount Carmel. And it came to pass when the man of God saw her afar off, that he said to Jehazim, his servant, behold, yet is that the Shunammite? Run now, I pray thee, to meet her and say unto her, it is is it well with thee? Is it well with thy husband? Is it well with thy child? And she said, it is well. It's well. The psalmist, Psalms 37, I have three witnesses here, plus some. Psalm 73, beginning at the second verse says, but as for me, my foot were almost gone. My steps had well nigh slipped, for I was envious at the foolish. And when I saw the prosperity of the wicked, for there are no bands in their death, but their strength is firm. Go to volume one and, and bring it down just a little, please. Isaiah 59:19 So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory thank you from the rising of the sun when the enemy shall come in like a flood the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Want to take a thought from the three witnesses plus one. Stand your ground. Stand your ground. This is a command. Stand your ground. Now, stand your ground is a saying for you to use uh, or to be given, meaning that you're going to use all force necessary. You're not going to be bullied. You're not going to allow the enemy to trick you. You're not going to allow them or anyone or the, to force you from where you are. Stand your ground. Use whatever force is necessary. That is right to use. I'm, I take my salvation very personal. And you will not, cannot, and I hope you feel the same is going to allow anyone to cause you to get out the will of God. My soul salvation, your soul salvation is the most important thing that there is. Uh, we have need, we have our necessities, roof over our head, you know, 
tool called transportation. Your car is a tool, you know, uh, and different things, jobs, you know, we have needs. If a man don't work, he don't eat. And some of y'all, it's cheating because you, you overweight, you eating, but you're not working. You're playing video games and doing other stuff instead of handling the business that need to be handled. I won't stay there. That's what a brotherhood meaning. But listen, you must work. If a man don't work, he, the Bible said he is worse than an infidel, an unbeliever. You can't take care of your family. You're not handling the business. And so uh, uh, that home is not happy. Let's go on. Stand your ground when you know that you're right. First Timothy tells uh, the sixth chapter says, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. And that, that's what we're doing. We're fighting a good fight of faith. And we're laying hold. I'm laying hold on eternal life. I got a grip on it. And I refuse to let it go. You have a grip on it. You need to and must refuse to let it go. Jacob, when he met the angel, grabbed hope to him and said, I will not let you go. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your Lord God. I will not let you go until you bless me. Some of our blessings are tied to the grip that we have and the fight that we're uh, that we're engaged in. He said, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto thou art also called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. When you first got saved, you told people you were saved, sanctified. Filled with the Holy Ghost if, if you have the Holy Ghost. And if you if you have the Holy Ghost, you need to testify and, and say that you have it. If you don't have it, you need to be tearing for it. But you lay a good profession. Uh, you, you told folks that I, I'm in the church. I'm a believer. Yes, I'm a believer. I believe in Jesus Christ, the giver of all life. Okay, so you've told folks and you sung a song. Before many witnesses on the job, relatives, other places, people seeing you out witnessing for a little while, are they still seeing you out witnessing? Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto thou art also called and hast professed a good fight, a good profession before many witnesses. When you say yes, when you say I'm a believer, my question is, are you a practicing believer? When you say I'm a Christian, my question is, are you a practicing Christian? Are you following the instructions that God has given in Leviticus to be holy as he is holy? In Hebrews, it says that without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. So you must be holy in order to be in his presence. Romans 12, one and two said, I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies, your body, present your bodies, your body, that body that you think is so attractive that, that you 
cut your that you buy the you know this as as we used to say back then you know in the evening big girl put on little clothes and so there's some little ones you know that body that you said belonged to god that body that you said was a christian body a believer's body you know uh those little clothes is meant for your spouse you know spruce those things up another meaning that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto the lord which is your reasonable service if you don't do nothing else present your body as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto god not holy and acceptable by your standards not holy and acceptable by my opinion but by the word of god all of us must line up with the word of god everyone must transform let this mind be in you that was also in christ jesus by the renewing of your mind all of us have to rethink the strategy that we grew up with and the things that we had planned to do and see if it lines up with the word of god our reasonable service and be not conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of god now there will be opposition there are oppositions in life whether you're saved or not there will be opposition for uh, the bible tell us for if they if they uh, give me uh, ephesians 6 and 12 for if they do these things in the green tree what shall be done in the dry this is jesus talking to his disciples ephesians 4 6 and 12. if they do this in the green tree jesus the green tree the life tree the tree of life the word the word of god the living word the word that we looked at that was full of grace and truth and we beheld his glory as the only begotten son of the father what shall be done in the dry there's no comparison to what jesus was and who he was uh, with us so if he went through and dealt with things then what more or what is going to occur with us but we have this assurance you have it what do it say ephesians 4 6 and 12 6 through 12. No, Ephesians 6 and 12. Bless your name, Jesus. All right. But we have this assurance and the confidence of victory. Colossians 2 and 15 says, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made show of them openly, 
triumphing over them in it. So there's already victory over principalities and powers. The Bible tell us that when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. The Bible tell us that uh, over in Psalm 72, and we, we need the standard lifted up because we're dealing with some, some very cruel situations. What does it say? For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities. We deal with principalities. Against power. Against powers. Against the rulers of the darkness. Against rulers in darkness. Of this world. There's darkness in this world. And there are rulers controlling them. There are spirit beings that you are dealing with that sometimes you don't want to or even recognize. Against spiritual wickedness and high places. There's spiritual wickedness in high places that you're dealing with. And so we cannot ignore that. We have to remember Jesus dealt with these things. The Bible said that when he had fasted, that he was that he was in the wilderness and the enemy uh, began to tempt him, uh, began to suggest to him, just like the enemy makes suggestions to you. The enemy comes and brings thoughts to you and, you, and you're dealing with and wrestling with those thoughts. Uh, and, and but but you need to understand that the more you are engaged with God, uh, the more that you walk with him, the more that you lay hold on eternal life, the more that you fight the good fight of faith. When the enemy comes in like a flood, God will lift up a standard. When he came at Jesus, a standard was lifted up. He said that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Let him know that, that you shall not tempt the Lord thy God. Uh, when he tried to tell him, I'll give you all the riches in the kingdom. Uh, you can't give something to someone that already own it. it. It's just like you trying to give me uh, my bucket outside. Well, I have the keys to it. I already, I already have that bucket. So there's no need of you trying to give me what I already own. The Bible tell us that he'll lift up a standard. The psalmist said, I began to think about what was going on in my life. He said, my foot were almost gone. I, my, my steps had well nigh slipped. For I was envious. I was jealous. I begin like some of you, you know, to, to ask, what am I doing here? Why am I involved in this? When I when I looked at the, 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 the foolish and what they had going on, when I saw the prosperity of the wicked, uh, because there was no uh, no restriction against them, you know, and their strength seemed very firm. Uh, he began to dive into the pool of his thoughts. What he had seen on social media, what he had heard on television or, you know, uh, the word network. Yes. Uh huh. 
in music and, and uh, you know, and commercials, uh, to name a few. Uh, he said, I was envious. And I began to question what was going on. I, I considered them. And I compared them to my own situation. Now, based upon what I, I see them, they're prospering. Uh, the wicked is prospered and spread out like a green bay tree. And I begin to wonder, well, I'm doing what's right, but I don't see the prosperity of it. Uh, so he started reevaluating what he was doing in his progress. And you know, when you do that, uh, when those thoughts begin to come, it will mess with your mind. It will mess with your emotions. It will mess with your spirit. I, I felt weak in knees. The, the feeling went all the way down to my feet. My feet were almost gone. Uh, they had almost slipped. I, I was ready to backslide. I was ready to quit. I was ready to throw in the towel. I was ready to close the doors. I was ready to shut the window. I was ready to say goodbye. This is it. Mighty God. Uh, he would have. Uh, he could have. And some would say he should have. But the Bible said when the, when, when the enemy uh, comes in like a flood, when my flesh comes in like a flood, see, we're not going to lay it on everybody else because uh, sometimes it's your flesh. When your flesh want to be on parade, when your flesh don't understand, when your flesh wars against your spirit, you need the spirit of God to come in like a flood. Bless your Lord. The Bible tell us that 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 the war, the war raged and, you know, but the spirit of God lifted up a standard. Uh, the Bible tell us that uh, because that standard was lifted up. I, I heard the psalmist say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up against us, not only when men rose up against us, but also when my flesh, when my flesh rose up, when my flesh wanted to war against my spirit, when I said I would do what's right and my flesh was saying, no, I'll do what's wrong. Uh, you know, that feels a lot better. Uh, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, uh, the Bible says that there's pleasure in sin. And so when my flesh was saying, remember, uh, when my flesh was saying you need a scratching post, when my flesh was saying you need some money, when my flesh was saying all of those things, mighty God, uh, but the Lord was on my side and he was my stay. Oh, bless your Lord Jesus. When God comes in and lifts up a standard, then you'll say he was on my side. You'll say he was my stay. Oh, stand your ground. Uh, they would have swallowed us up quick and their wrath was kindled against us. When waters had overwhelmed us and the streams had gone over our soul, when the proud waters had gone over our soul, uh, bless the Lord who have not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowl. The snare is broken and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. God lifts up a standard. Well, the Bible tells us that the Shunammite woman, uh, this mother, she's in motherhood. Now remember, they did not have a child. Mighty God. And so now she was blessed with a son. Uh, this woman was no joke. 
Uh, this woman took her, uh, took her salvation and took her trust in God very seriously. Oh, bless you, Lord God. She didn't play around and shuck and jive with her life. Uh, she thought that, uh, thought about the man of God and she talked about it with her husband. Uh, wives and husbands, you need to talk. You need to talk about uh, the, your lives and you need to talk about the sacrifices that you make. Oh, bless you, Lord Jesus. She communicated with her spouse uh, about a godly sacrifice one day. She said, I've seen this man pass through and, and, and so uh, I wanna do something for him. Uh, she didn't jump up and do it and then tell him about it later, but they talked about it so that there was no confusion because God is not the author of confusion. Your husband, nor your wife is the devil. Uh, and, and so uh, uh, they immediately agreed together. And so there ought to be a unity. Uh, how can two walk together except they agree? Uh, I don't believe the man of God would have accepted the sacrifice, uh, whether it was monetary uh, or if it was something that, to build a room uh, for him to lodge in. Uh, the Bible tells us that she believed in the man of God and she converted that to her spouse. She didn't beat him up with it, but they had a conversation. The Bible said that when the child, uh, when this child had grown old, uh, older, that a certain day had come and they were out in the field with the reapers and he began to complain about his head. He began to complain in such a way that his father said, take him home to his mother. And when they sat together for a while, oh, bless your Lord God, uh, there came a time uh, that this child died. This child died right there in his mother's arms. There will come a time where when, when the situation, you can't keep it alive. No matter how you cradle it, no matter how you hold it, uh, it's not going to be anything you can do. Uh, it's going to run its course. It was meant to run its course. And, and so you won't be able to stop what is happening in that moment. Uh, maybe uh, no one told you that. Certainly uh, not in the church. But there come a time when there's nothing you can do to keep it alive. Uh, it might be a marriage that's failing. It might be a job that's going south. It might be a, a, a friendship that dies. Uh, it's just things are falling apart. Well, bless you, Lord God. I need you to understand something here. That when things start to go south, you cannot lose your faith in God. You've got to trust in him with all your heart. Uh, you preached, you witnessed, you served. Uh, you helped them and, and they've gone somewhere else. Uh, they said, Pastor, I'm with you. I'm with you through the thick and the thin. And when you look around, the thick and thin is gone. And so are they. Uh, it seemed like the ministry and church has come to a standstill. Uh, Sometimes you look and you say, well, where are the bodies at? It looked like it. And, and so therefore, in your mind, the enemy start to throw thoughts at you. But I, I'm here today to tell you to stand your ground. His death did not stop the Shudamite woman from believing the word of God. The Bible tells us that she got up and she went and she laid hold on and laid him down on the, on the man of God's bed and she shut the door upon him. I'm sure she was telling others, don't go in there. Bless your Lord Jesus. Don't disturb uh, the man of God's room. It's an anointed room. It was built and consecrated just for the man of God. And the Bible says she spoke to her husband and her husband said, well, baby, 
Uh, you know, it's not a new moon. It's not a Sabbath day. And so what is the reason that you're going? Uh, and, and she said, don't worry about it. It shall be well. And so she took her situation. Uh, she placed it on the man of God's bed. The Bible said she perceived that he was a holy man. Oh, bless you, Lord God. Somebody that was consecrated, dedicated, noble, no shenanigans. Oh, bless you, Lord God. They've left the shenanigans alone. You've got to leave the shenanigans. Stop making the shenanigans a playmate. But leave them alone. He wasn't a man full of fluff. But he was a man of God. Uh, she prepared and pursued the man of God. Oh, my God. Are you pursuing the man of God? Uh, this I tell the church. I said, listen here, when you come into service, you're not coming in for me, but you're coming into the house of God. His house shall be called a house of prayer. We're pursuing after God. You're not coming in to hear what I have to say, but you're coming in to tune in to what God wants. See what God has to say. You ought to be praying, Lord, Lord, shut that man down, Lord, so that you can rise up. Lord, bless him a decrease so that you can increase. She prepared to pursue the man of God. Oh, bless your Lord Jesus. When your family is gone, when your friends and others are asking, why are you pursuing God? It don't look like the issue is going to change. You got to let them know that I'm standing my ground and it shall be well. We need to arm ourselves with the right ammunition. We need to arm ourselves with some ammunition of prayer. We need to arm ourselves with an ammunition of fighting power, something that will penetrate the very armor of the enemy, something that will penetrate the very thought that you're having. Oh, bless your Lord God. The Bible said that she made a statement, a public confession that it shall be well. She told her husband, it's well. I'm telling you, it's well. She told others, it's well. We've got to stand our ground and say it shall be well. No matter what it looked like, no matter what it smelled like. Oh, they told Jesus when he got to the tomb of Lazarus, they said he already stinketh. He's already starting to decompose. His spirit had already left from hovering over him. See, they believe that that the uh, that that in their culture that when a person was dead, that their spirit yet remained for about three days. But he was gone. Oh, but the Bible tell us that the Lord called him to come forth. Lazarus, come forth. It looked like to others that he was dead. It looked like to her, uh, to others, to those that may have been watching, that the boy was dead. But it says, she said, it shall be well. Mighty God, it's going to be well. It's going to be well. It don't have to look well to you. But it looks fine to me. Bless you, Lord God. Oh, I begin to think about what God does. I begin to think about it. I said, man, I said, sometimes we reach, uh, we reach the, the bottom of everything. We get down to the very last of it. Oh, and we don't, you know, it don't, it don't, even in our eyes, we know that on a natural level, what can be done? When the doctor says, it's impossible, it's out my hands. God didn't say it was out his hands. 
Somebody said, Pastor, you were sick. And, and, and we didn't know how sick you were. This was when I was at visiting another church, one of the churches. And I said, that's all right. I said, because if anything would have happened, I would have been in glory. Thank you, Jesus. That is what we're living a sanctified life for. That is what we are rejoicing about. Being saved. Saved. Yes, I am saved. Like you. To be able to stand in his presence. She went after the man of God. And when he asked, oh, mind blowing, poof. When he asked her, is it well with thee? She could have said, she could have said, well, the dog ate my cat. The cat ate my, my parrot. The parrot ate the goldfish. She could have went down a number of things, but she said, it is well. He asked, is it well with thee? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with the child? He hit the mark right. Is it well with the child? And she answered and said, it is well. It's well. When things don't appear as you hope for, where are you going to run to? She ran after the man of God. She went to one that knew uh, intermittent, someone that can make intermission. Someone that can tap into. Someone that can, that they, she knew had a open line with God. She wasn't relying on her own prayers. She was relying on the connection that she had made. See, sometimes we want to, we get stuck in our pride. We get stuck in our pride. Here we go. Well, I'm not going to ask because I, I, I you know, I, I'm, if, if it don't come, I'm just not going to ask. No, you need to go. The Bible said you have not because you ask not. You need to find the man of God and you need to say, man of God, this is all well. See, there's something about that statement. It's something about the confession that it's, it is well, that moves God. It moves God. And she told him that the child is at home and the child is on your bed. The child is dead, but it is well. It is well. And so he went back to the house with her and he went upstairs to deal with the situation because it is well. Well, how is it? How do you say it's well when, 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 when the situation is dead? It's well because God makes all things well. That's what brings about life to the death. Don't you know that that death? Mm, bless you, Jesus. Death had never experienced life until it met Jesus. Holy Ghost. Uh -uh. Death 
had not experienced life until it met Jesus. Yes, there are those that was raised from the grave in the Old, the Old Testament. You know, someone had died and they, they took his body and threw it into the tomb and it landed on, on the bones of the prophet and, and the man sprang back up. But there was a personal appearance when Jesus went down into the grave and preached to those that were sometimes disobedient. That was, that was a personal experience. That was a personal appearance. Now, that wasn't from a distance. That was a personal, uh, it is well. Jesus asked a question. Jesus asked the, his disciples, where will you run? Will you also go away? See the people when things got dry, when things seemed like it just wasn't going, they ran away. The Bible said, then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You know, where, where are we going to go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And we believe and are sure that thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Do you believe this morning? Do you believe this morning? Our belief has actions. He that believeth and is. That's scripture. You have to go back and finish reading the rest of it. He that believeth and is. It's an action word. Belief is calls for action. Stand your ground. It's time that we stand our ground no matter what is happening, no matter what it looks like. We pour ourselves out. I know I'm pouring myself out. I'm pouring myself out against the odds. Sometimes the odds seem like they're against you. If you live godly, you're going to suffer persecution. You live godly, you're going to deal with some things. There's different type of persecution. There are different things that come up in our walk with Christ. But will you be faithful? Will you stand your ground? I was hit with something. And for a moment, I had a moment there, just like you have moments. Every preacher, evangelist, apostles, minister, you just put it that way. Have a moment. And you have to, and they have to stand their ground. That for God I live and for God I die. I'm not going to change what I'm doing. I'm doing a good work. Why should it stop? That's what Nehemiah asked. I'm doing a good work. Why should it stop? I'm doing what God has asked me to do. Preacher, preach the word. Be instant in season. When things are going good, ooh, things are going good. Get my dance going on and out of season. When things don't look so good, still got my dance going on. I'm gonna stand my ground and I want you to stand your ground with me. Stand your ground. 
when you look at the situation, say it is well. It's well. Don't defer. Don't change. It is well. You don't have to understand the dynamics of everything. It is well. It's well. It's well. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you for the short exhortation this morning. We thank you, Lord God, because it is well. We thank you, Lord. We bless your name, Savior. It's well. That's, that's all we want to say. It's well. Thank you, Jesus. But we're not focusing on the situation. We're not focusing on anybody, what they've done, spirit or natural. We're focusing on what you are able to do. We know that you're able. We know that you are. And that's why we can declare it is well. Lord God, thank you for blessing us today. Lord, as we continue on to do your will, Lord God, and to perform and do the things necessary, Lord, we look for you to enlarge our borders, to bless us, Lord God, to finish the race that has been set before us. Lord God, we're going to bless your name. Lord God, and, and we pray and ask that you remember each one that is under the sound of my voice that have made up in their minds to stand their ground. We'll continue to give you the glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Continue to pray for us. Listen, if, you, if you're looking for a church home, growth, ministry, I want to invite you to join us grow with us and be blessed with us. If you've not been baptized in Jesus name for the remission of sin, you may have been baptized. You may have, maybe they sprinkle some water on you. That's not baptism. Baptism is immersion. Maybe they told you in the name of the father, son, Holy ghost, but they didn't say what the name was. They, those are titles. Those are titles. I'm a father. I'm a son. I'm an uncle, I'm a grandfather, I'm, you know, those are titles. You're not going to say, hey, father, no, no, I'm not to be referenced as a father either. Not by you. But if you say Pastor Carl, if you say Elder Henderson, even if you say Brother Henderson, it might be a few Hendersons that might look around, but you'll get a response because you're using a name. They understood what it meant when Jesus told them to go uh, teaching and preaching in the in his name, remission of sin. And so they baptized in Jesus' name. Throughout the scriptures, you won't find any other place or what they did. Bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Terry for the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Listen, I want to encourage you also to, you know, and thank those that are supporting ministry. The Lord has blessed us to Arthur uh, three books this year. One of them is The Watchmen, Lions and Bob Wire. It deals with entanglements, deals with things that entraps us, but also deals with being free. 
The second book is The Lost But Found. And I think you'll find some great, these are great readings and it supports the ministry. It's for the support of the ministry, as well as the book that is going to be released uh, in this month, December, D7. D7 meaning day seven. When the sixth day ends, the seventh day begins. If you do not have a clear understanding of the book of Revelation, this is a view, it's a high level view that will help you understand a parallel of what is occurring as we come to a close of day six. Day six is going to end and it's going to end soon. When I say soon, it doesn't mean tomorrow. The Bible said no man knows the day or the hour. But one thing that we do know is that day six, that's what we are. We are in day six, day six. Day six is the day of man. Day seven is the day of our Lord and Savior. And so to help you understand that, um, these three books will be on Amazon. Two of them is there. The line of barbed wire is there already. The lost but found is there. And uh, D7 will be published soon. And you'll be able to pick up a copy there, digital copy or paperback. But again, it is for the support of the ministry. And so we, we appreciate um, your assistance. These are easy to read and reasonably priced for everyone. Continue to pray for us as we're praying for you. As the scripture says in the doxology, now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost rest, rule, and abide henceforth now and forevermore. God bless you. The Lord say the same. We'll be back on Wednesday uh, for Bible class. Until then, uh, be blessed. Share the word with someone else. Text them. Tell them to stand your ground in Christ. God bless you.